Hello and welcome to Driven for Purpose. I'm your host, Amanda Bickham, an evolutionary lifestyle coach helping guide you towards deeper states of transformation, providing you with tips, tools, and resources to support you every step of the way. Thank you for joining and enjoy the show. everyone welcome mm. so I'm just sitting here with a beautiful gorgeous goddess here in Ubud drinking some Pu'er tea and um, yeah so we just finished a, a yoga practice and what's so interesting about this experience that I'm sitting here with this gorgeous woman and she is the lover of my lover we have the same lover and so it's this beautiful experience because we're going to have a couple conversations um, on this topic of how we can sit here and hang out and relate and have a really good time and go to yoga. And there's this big story around that this shouldn't be happening, that this is, this is super not right. And so we're going to talk about that, but not today. <laughs> Ooh. Keeping you in suspense. Wait for that one. That one's going to be... I should hate you. So stay tuned for whether that comes out on video or whether that comes out on podcast or maybe all three posts, Instagram. By the way, if you haven't yet jumped on Instagram to follow, you can follow me, Madame Bickham, or this gorgeous goddess, Dika Freedom, Freedom Seekster. Seekster. Yes. What's your last name, Dika? Terraville. Terraville. Yeah. Did I say that right? Yeah. Okay. Dika Terraville. Dika Terraville. Yeah. Okay. Well, she is from Holland. And she's doing a lot of amazing work here in the world of empowering women through de-shamifying. De-shamifying yes. themselves, their stories, <laughs> their bodies, all the shit that we have been, yeah, sold to hide um, pieces of ourselves. Mm. And so, Dika, do you want to share a little bit about kind of what brought you into this beautiful journey that you're on that I'm so excited to support you in and let the audience know a little bit more about. Yeah, yeah so welcome and thank you for um, yeah, inviting me to join you on this podcast. Um, it's like funny when you ask, it's like how does the topic and this work, how do you got into it? And sometimes when I think about it, I'm like even, like I, I piece back all these little little stories and little puzzle pieces over the past years and I can see now how it got me here mm. um, but it's like so, yeah it's kind of like as shame found me like that topic found me not in the sense I don't really have a story of like oh I've been always super ashamed of this yeah. or this has been a massive thing and yeah. that's and I solved it and now I'm doing this kind of work <laughs> yeah. um, sometimes that makes me wonder is like should I have a story like that am I doing the right kind of work oh some shame Ooh, <laughs> it's like am I good enough to work with shame <laughs> That's exactly what shame is like trying to trying to achieve. So it's really funny to notice that. Um, yeah, so I have a background in innovation management and um, always been super interested in change and transformation. And, and for a big part, um, I focused that on like corporate levels and, and companies, how to get like, um, yeah, bigger structures to move and to transform and to be more proactive and creative in life. But I'm like, sort of the wonder is like, huh, but actually part of an organization are humans. Um, so it actually always comes down to humans. Like, how do we cope with change and transformation? Mm -hmm. What keeps us stuck? Because there's something in us that keeps us so easily stuck. Mm -hmm. um, 
So I started to focus more on, on that yeah, psychological level and just like how we as humans move. And what I found is one of the main things that keeps humans stuck is shame. Mm. And even though some you won't probably say it's like it's shame, but it's like below the shame layer. So where shame originates is from this story of us not being good enough mm -hmm. or us being some kind of mistake mm. um, or too much in some sense. So there's something flawed, something wrong with us. And that's where shame grows and comes from and then it keeps us stuck. So that is one of the things and then it translates into fears, it translates into doubts, into worries, into all kinds of excuses. Um, so, but that's what I, I found and then I started to um, travel and I dove more into, well, I've been practicing yoga uh, many years. It kind of kept me sane during my uh, studies as well and being in that whole corporate scene. Yeah. Um, did a teacher training and then at some point um, while traveling and teaching everywhere it's like I got inspired by nude yoga girl on Instagram and she posts really beautiful artistically nude folk photos on Instagram and, and I was like huh I've never tried um, practicing yoga naked and I'm not actually sure why because I yeah I enjoy being naked and I love yoga so then I started to combine the two and and I remember the first time I did it, what was super surprising is, um, yeah, where I've always been quite all right with my body. So as I mentioned, like, yeah, there's shame layers and different things I, I would have, there's always, everyone has something, but there was not a major thing or something that I was super insecure about. Mm -hmm. But during this practicing at yoga naked and you get to for, fold forward and like yeah. twist yourself on all these weird angles and you get to see everything. Yeah. So many nasty stories about myself came out. Wow. Um, so judgmental and so like... And wow. I actually didn't expect that. Wow. I was like, huh, that's interesting. But then an hour later, because you're doing the yoga and you're moving, you're transforming it straight away. And yes. I felt super free and liberated and mm. kind of like in love with myself. Mm. So I started doing that more and more. And just, yeah, actually diving into more of these shame layers, which I didn't even know were there. Mm. Um, because it's so good at hiding. Mm. Oh, um, yes. Oh, yes. And then, yeah, so it became a super powerful practice for me to like work through that and even fall in love with myself more. Yep. Um, that's how I got into the idea of teaching naked yoga. And then from there, I kind of evolved into, yeah, the ditch to shame journey as well with more of a naked dance journey. And yeah. it's all about helping women love their bodies. Yeah. Um, but also below that, it's like working on this, on this story of not being good enough and see if yeah. we can transform that into having a little bit less of a power over us. Yeah. Um, so, but starting off with that body layer is often like the first layer to work with. And then you go deep, deeper. And that's how I end up, uh, coaching women on this topic but also in general just really what does it actually mean to be a woman and what's behind that because also there's so much so many so many questions and no one taught taught us stuff about it no, um, no. so and in that case then it comes a lot of like uncertainty and questions about like there's something wrong with me and, like mm -hmm. I kind of I've always had this story I wish it was a man in a funny way yeah and, like, it seems yeah. so much easier and now yeah. I'm like over the past years, I realized like how awesome it is to be a woman. Fucking hell. Yeah. So that's how I got into, and then it's kind of like shame kind of found me. That's how I often say it. Shame Somehow found this me. Topic, shame found me. Shame now we're best me. buddies. Yeah, it's a good one. It's a good one. That could be the topic of your next post. Yeah, it's so funny because um, I definitely feel like it's in a, it's, it's a, a layer of self-awareness, mm -hmm. right? It's like, oh, I'm just becoming more and more aware that um, that there are these layers of myself that I keep hidden because I'm afraid to fully expose myself. And yeah. I think that this a lot comes with the story that we've been sold, right? The story, I'm just realizing there's some wind, so I hope 
podcast people that there's that the wind doesn't get the but you know we do what we can we're in Bali you know we do what we can (laughs) there's always going to be something um but yeah this story that we're sold which is you need to be a certain way in order to be lovable yeah um and I think that this is how we hide parts of ourselves you know you need to be skinny in order to be sexy you need to be you know um making good money in order to have a good wife you need to whatever it is and so What's really interesting, too, is the reason why this podcast got started um, is because we were both talking about our Instagrams. Yes. And I was like, damn, I feel like a lot of shame. So Dika's hosting a journey here in Ubu today. I ditched the same journey with women, which I'm really excited about. A bunch of us are going. And, um, yeah, I was thinking about, like, wow, what's my biggest layer of shame that I'm truly present and aware of right now? And it's how where my old life of like being a yoga teacher and being like, you know, all about health and nutrition and like really focusing on that layer of my self-awareness. Um, now it's moved a lot more into just realizing how repressed I've been in my own sexuality because of stories that I've been sold around what's right and what's wrong and what's safe and what's not safe. And, um, men wanting to take my sexuality from me in a way. Um, and me allowing that to happen, not knowing that this was what was really going on. And so I'm like looking at my Instagram and I'm like, fuck, it feels like uh, lately I've been just, and I just take people on the journey that I'm on. It's like, oh, it's all about sex right now, you know? Um, but I felt shame around like all of these like sexy photos. Little do people know what I have to go through to get those photos. (laughs) That's a whole nother story. Um, and then you were commenting also like, yeah, you were looking at your Instagram and you were feeling, you want to share what you were feeling? Yeah. I had the similar thing happening yesterday was where I was about to post a photo and I, I had this beautiful, I called the goddess pose and I get women into it after my journeys often. Mm-hmm. And I love the response when they see it because it's like, it's like, Oh wow. I didn't even know it could be that sexy. Mm. And, and I love that post. So I wanted to write something about it. And I'm like, so I'm like looking at my feed and, and just, um, because I love making it like look all pretty because that's just kind of what turns me on. It's like, yeah. Oh, I love like, yeah, my own feet turning myself on. I'm like, yes, that's, and yes. Then I was like, huh, I started to judge myself a little bit for it because I'm like, oh, my feet looks really sexy and like there are naked photos on there and like, what am I doing? So this, so then I got into this spiral of like self judgment and like this, this like, yeah, all these stories being thrown at me is like, oh, what do women yeah, they want to work with me, but then they see my Instagram and yeah. like they might get triggered. So yeah. they might not even take me seriously. Yeah. And then yeah. the story comes with, no, but I have an innovation background. Like I'm smart. And yeah. like, <laughs> so it's like this in, internal battle <laughs> yes. comes where I'm like, shouldn't I be showing that off more? And I'm yeah. like, uh, it's like kind of freeze and just being judged by my own inner voice. And yeah. Being thrown into this like, oh, kind of like, yeah, feeling ashamed as like there's something wrong how should I be showing up yeah like like, in order to get my message off that I'm not just some woman who's trying to use her body to sell things exactly which is what I think this is where a big part of the shame comes because for me I'm not trying to use my body to sell anything in fact I'm just re-trying to love my body and I'm like oh that picture looks good my my butt looks really good in there oh my god I feel good about myself so if I'm feeling good about myself and you're feeling good. I look at your feed and I'm like, fuck yeah, this goddess is owning it. Yes. And this is really what I really want to help women, support women with more, is helping them own their sexuality. Yeah. Because for so long, like, our sexuality is our nature. Yeah. And for so long, it hasn't been ours. And I think Sprout was the one, actually, that said, he's like, uh, f- you know, in 
past relationships, it's like my sexuality has been unconsciously owned by my partners. Mm. And it's like, and yeah, it's like, fuck, wait a second. Yeah, that's how the old paradigm is. It's like, oh, I'm with you. Then you can only be with me and you can only have sex with me. And it's like, wait a second. Now I'm not feeling free. Now I'm not feeling empowered because if you're not feeling sexy, but I'm feeling sexy, then I just have to like either just pleasure myself. But if I want to create something with someone, then, and you're not there, then I'm stuck. How does that work? You know? And so I feel that this is a bigger piece of the work that we're doing right helping women with shame helping women with sexuality it's like it's all linked and it's all a part of reconnecting the sisterhood right like reconnecting wait a second if I can see your shit and I'm like fuck yeah this woman is getting it she looks beautiful if I'm not threatened because that's all it is it's just our own projections if 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 some if I see someone else and I have this story of like oh this woman is just you know using her sexuality to sell first of all so fucking what if she is yeah second of all like that's my own judgment that's my own fear what pieces of me am I not allowing myself to hold in compassion to where I need to project my judgments onto someone else yeah yeah I fully agree and especially the piece on feeling threatened and like having that competition vibe yeah that's often what plays out especially between women and it's so freaking exhausting yeah and that's what I love during the journeys um the newt yoga and the ditch to shame one to see that like you can feel the tension but also a little bit of the competition and the comparison vibe yeah and then just two out two and a half hours later it's yeah. like that's all gone and yeah. then we're just sisters and everyone is unique and yeah. it's like and that's so beautiful uh, where we can just ditch that competition ditch that shame yeah. around and that comparison especially it's like it's killing because it just brings you down into like self-defeating yeah, yeah you just, exactly you just start self-defeating you yeah. start comparing one thing that you said that i loved you said we're all just unique yeah and that's exactly it. You know, it's funny. I have to share vulnerability with you. <laughs> so I was like, I had a lot of shame. Like uh, when I first started connecting with Sprout, I'm like, you only like really skinny girls. <laughs> like I'm like, I'm like, like Tika and Yanni, like they're so thin and I'm not thin, you know? And I had like this whole story playing out because you both are like, and you take great photos. And I'm just like having all of these, again, mm. these like stories and these doubts and these fears. And so like, this is like a vulnerability that like, I've really been working with my body to love yeah. my body the way it is. Yeah. Because for most of my life, I've been super active and I've been quite thin. Mm. And then something happened like two years ago. And like, all of a sudden I felt like, the woman came into me and I've had a lot of shame around that, around being more curvy. And it doesn't matter how much I worked out or what I ate or what, like literally there was a whole year when I first started like working with the shame around my own body. Mm. I was doing like, I started realizing like it, I was doing, fucking crossfit i was going to the gym i hired a personal trainer i was doing detoxes i was fasting nothing was shifting it and i know at this point that my physical body is so much more my mental emotional body than my actual physical body Mm. and i was not listening and i was i was i the shame was holding on i was holding on to these stories and so as I begin to let go and, like, actually see and hold myself in compassion, it's like, yeah, like, I'm not Dika and I'm not Yanni and they're both smaller than me and I'm me. <laughs> and, like, mm. that's a different flavor, yeah. you know? And I think that this is what's so powerful in, like, mm. the world of open relating yeah. and how when we just realize, like, I can love Sprout and you can love Sprout and you can have another lover and I can have another lover and we can have 
great sex with all of them. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that like it's any like like it's yeah. any better or worse. Yeah. It's just different, yeah. you know. And so I think that as we're transitioning and changing our stories around how we see each other, how we see ourselves first and foremost, obviously, but then how we see each other, it's like there's something so powerful when women get together and this is why I love temple spaces so yeah. much especially when temple spaces are done right. Because when temple spaces, like, at play party, I feel a lot of competition. I feel really contracted. I feel like, ah, you know. But when a temple, I go into a temple, and the sisters have their connection. And I think one piece that's really powerful, too, to speak into is sensuality and sexuality around sisters. Mm. Because I think, I mean, we had a beautiful night not that long ago for a brother's birthday. And it's so nice to be able to feel that we can be safe in our sexual being and be seen as sisters and then outside of the experience be like cool we're gonna go to yoga we're gonna go do lunch and like this is something that I really hold dear to my heart is the ability to like blend all these lines yeah like and again let's get out of these stories of boxes of I'm this person and you're that person and you work this way and I work this way it's like we're all of everything yeah and nothing at the same time and so this work around shame and women and owning your body and seeing yourself and coming back to sisterhood. It's something that I feel we're really blessed with here in Ubud and the lifestyles that we live. And I know that um, the majority of the world, I can say from America, they don't have these Mm. opportunities. Mm -mm. They don't, I mean, being naked in front of another sister is like, what? And for us, it's just normal. It's like, we're just naked all the time, you know? (laughs) But I know that that wasn't my reality not that long ago. And so I really hope that the work that you're doing mm-hmm. goes far and wide. I know you did a little Europe tour. Was yeah. it was it New Yoga Europe? Yeah, New Yoga. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And to come back to the piece around, like, thank you for sharing your vulnerability around, like, your body image and, like, comparing that with different lovers you had. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then the funny thing is here, and this is just to show that everyone has their own stories. Yeah. It's like my body has changed a lot over the past like year and a half when I stopped the pill or Mm change where I was a little bit more curvy and like had a little bit more boobs and a little Mm -hmm. bit more like body. Mm -hmm. And then after I stopped the pill, I kind of lost a lot of weight and Mm -hmm. got back to the body. I remember I've always had as a teenager when Mm -hmm. I was really young, I've Mm -hmm. always been super skinny and super like slim and just petite. And Mm -hmm. I remember my mom always trying to feed me food. It's like, you need to eat because I was always so active too. Um, so, and that, so for me, it's actually been a real journey of like kind of loving my skinniness again and kind of wow. like my, my boniness and just like my slimness in that way and still loving my smaller boobs. And like, yeah. so it's been, so I have that story too, which is, but then it's like a complete opposite story. Yeah. It's like an opposite <laughs> kind of story. Right. And then my judgments are is like, oh, people, I'm just a skinny white blonde person and does these naked things. So everyone's going to think, of course she does it. Right. Yeah. Because she, she looks like that. Yeah, I'm like, of course. Uh, but then it's like, I can't really go into that because yeah, people might, might think that. Yeah. And then I'm, to me, the most important thing is constantly trust of like yeah. trusting that I'll attract the right kind of women yes. that are ready to work with. Me. Yes. So even if my, my feet is too sexy for some, it's like that's not the right the, yes. that woman is not yet where I want her to be to yes. work with me right mm, so love just it. seeing it like that it's I love like, it and if there's a woman that's like ooh that's edgy but I kind of like what she's doing and she's intrigued by yeah. my feet and like how does she do that like then that's the kind of woman that needs to work with me yes. so kind of like keep coming back to trust is for me is a big, big piece of yeah. like okay I have this story about myself yeah someone actually said that to me but yeah look at you you're, of course you're teaching naked yoga I'm like 
you don't know my story at all. Yeah. Like I have to go through so many shame layers myself to yeah. be able to stand in front of a group naked yeah. and teach. And especially yeah. with women, which yeah. I know can be very like competitive and yeah. that bitchy vibe. Patty, and like, yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. like, that's been an interesting journey for me. So it just goes to show how shame, no matter who you are, shame is going to be part of the human experience. Yeah. And it grows from that secrecy, silence and yeah. like hiding and judging. Yeah. Um, so what you can do f with yourself is first of all, allowing those sh layers to come out. So yeah. even in your own yoga practice, even in your own, when you're moving, when you're doing something, even when you're stepping into a social setting and you're mm -hmm. noticing like this comparison is like, yeah. ooh, come up, take yeah. a few moments to breathe and pause yeah. because all at once is actually just to kind of like show itself, yeah. but not really. So, but as soon as you become kind of aware of it, it can't really go anywhere. Yeah. So that's what, what I try to do in these journeys as well. It's like, okay, I call it ditching shame, yeah. but in the end, we're not really trying to really get rid of it and yeah. throw it out and it's ignore it. it it's not that forcefully it's yeah it's holding it in compassion holding it in love yeah and just letting to be yeah kind of holding it in in light because yeah. there it can't have any power yeah and then it's just it just wants to be seen it's a yes. part of you that's still yes. not fully in love being with accepted. yourself yeah. being accepted and it's yeah. like that's kind of all it does yeah but it's, if we don't bring that awareness to it it just it's height it hides and it affects us and it shows in us yeah being nasty to other women or to having ourselves. to ourselves. Which <laughs> is going to reflect another yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and it's easier said than done. It's like, okay, but just become aware of it. It's like, that's, I wish it worked like that. It's like, okay, now I'm just going to sit down and be aware of my shame. It's like, yeah. And that doesn't really go like that. So yeah. that's why these journeys, like the naked yoga or being in a space where you yeah have to work with it, it will come up and you'll see what's not still well, we're still hiding and yeah. often you don't even know. So I told you this story as well about that post where I was buying white lingerie or was, I was mm -hmm. going for lingerie mm -hmm. and I was trying on black lingerie and, um, and I was like, huh? And the woman kept asking, do you want to try the white one? I'm like, no, I don't do white. Um, and she just kept asking, I'm like, okay, whatever. I'm just, let me try the white lingerie too. And I put it on. I'm like, huh, this actually looks really damn good on me. Mm. And then I started to wonder, is like, why have I, why do I not do white? Like, where does that belief come from? And then I realized that I, um, not that long ago, I had a birthmark removed from my left breast, which mm -hmm. used to be a big shame uh, story. And then over the past years working with this topic, I was able to kind of like see it as something unique and beautiful and love it. Mm -hmm. uh, but it had to be removed. And so now I have a scar. But I saw it myself in the white. And I'm like, I realized I didn't do white because normally it, the birthmark would show through the white. Mm. So years ago, I probably have tried it on when I was younger. And I was like, oh, no, I can't because it's showing. I don't. And then I started to believe that I don't do white lingerie. Got it. Um, so that just goes to show. And I kind of shocked me like, huh, you see, shame even goes that deep. So yeah. it even was able to create a belief around something, yeah. which was actually shame trying to hold me in some kind of something where I don't have to see it, don't have to yes. work with it. So I'll just yes, do black yes. because you don't see it. Yeah. Um, and now I realize. And so it was beautiful for me to release that. I'm like, wow, I do want white lingerie and it looks freaking awesome on me. Awesome and on mm -hmm. um, so another like little shame layer comes up. Mm -hmm. So I'm not this, this like shame, shame free goddess. <laughs> yeah, no, I have my layers too. And um, um, yeah, it's just interesting to work with this topic because it's just different layers pop up all the time. And I think that that's the most important thing is like anyone who's doing this work, yeah. we're in it. You yeah. know, it's not like we have it all figured out, but what we're committed to is helping see us see ourselves 
even deeper yeah. so then we can share that with other people exactly because if we allow ourselves to just be vulnerable and I think that you sharing that from the beginning whenever and I'm sure you do whenever you host your journeys of like yeah hey here I just want to be open and vulnerable like this is how shame has, show, has shows up for me yeah. and I get these projections yeah. um, and these projections are other people's shame coming out on yeah. to me or exactly. whoever yeah. And so, yeah, I love it. I love this topic. I think it's super powerful. Mm. I think, um, I hope that this, for anyone who's listening, you know, there's, I know there's a lot, there's a mixed gender. I think we have about 50, 50. I have to check at the stats. I haven't listened in a while, but for any woman who is dealing with shame or has these fears or doubts about how she's showing up or how she looks or whatever, just really knowing that we all have it and that there are people who can help support you if there's something, if there's a really big piece that you can't move. Yeah. I mean, I know I have coaches. Coaches have coaches. You know, like we all have people who are helping support us in different yeah. layers. Some of us, it's like, oh, this isn't really a thing for me. Other people are like, this is a big thing for me. Yeah. So it's like, can we allow ourselves to be humble, be seen, let go so that we can open up to really receive support and all move through this because it's a collective yeah. piece. Yeah. Like the not enough story, the too much story, the whatever story. It's yeah. like, it's all just our, yeah. our collective piece. And the more that we can shine light on the shadows, the more that they begin to dissipate and we can move exactly. on. Exactly. Yeah. Both and both men and women have it too. Yeah. Like I have a lot of men now approach me as well. Like, yeah. Are you not offering anything for men? So I'm working on it. Um, Good. One little baby steps, little baby steps is what I'm saying. Yeah. 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 And, you know, you just, you start where we are. And, and the women. I, one thing that I will say that I've noticed, um, I spoke with a woman about this yesterday. I used to hold men's circles. So yeah. I've heard a lot about men's shame. Yeah. Body shame specifically. Not even around their cock. Like, just in all areas. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, w I really feel, for some reason I lost my train of thought, um, men... So funny, this hardly ever happens. Well, this just happened. Oh, I could feel so much shame. No, I'm just kidding. I don't feel shame. Um, anyways. Apparently uh, men are not supposed to be woven into this story. Apparently no. not. No. Yeah, I guess that's right. I guess that's right. Men, you'll have to wait. Yeah. Um, so anyways, Dika, it's been really great to have you here. Yes. Really enjoyed practicing yoga and drinking tea. And like I said, um, if you guys are interested in getting some more support, around working with pieces of your shame you can reach out to dika on yes. instagram freedom seekster freedom seekster yes it. and you have a what's your facebook dika dika is d-i-e-k-e -E, space d-e-r-w-e-e-l that's my whole name. Perfect. Yeah. But Freedom Seekster on Facebook works too. That's my business page. So okay, cool. Contact. It might be easier for you to do that one. Yeah. It's like my brain's like, huh? Okay, Freedom Seekster, got it. <laughs> so check it out. And if you guys have any questions, please feel free to write in. You can reach out in any way, shape, or form if you guys want more different types of topics, more topics. You can always reach out to me. Go to my website and just type in a request. And of course, you know I love your reviews. So if you have time please leave us a review. It really <laughs> helps the show get seen by more people. Thank you, Dika, so much Thank for sharing you. your journey. Ciao, ciao. Hey everyone, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode on Driven for Purpose. I cannot tell you how much your support means. If you found this content helpful in any way, shape, or form, I would love it if you share this with your friends and family. If you haven't yet already done so, please go on over to iTunes and leave us a review. 
Your reviews help us rank higher, which means more people can get inspired by this content. And together, we can support one another to continue on our journey towards our highest and best selves. I'll catch you next week.